Welcome back to <laughs> One Drink In. This is Nilu. And I'm Chloe. And this is episode 19. Oh, let's go. Let's freaking go. Okay, let's do some life updates now that things have calmed down from last week. Nilu, you went to LA and I missed you this I last did. weekend. I went to How was LA. your date? It was amazing. Like, so much fun. We, we hung out with some of his friends and then met up with some of mine, too. But we just kind of, like... I was having such FOMO, and I'm like... I know. I felt bad. No. it. W- I was like, I don't want to post pictures because Chloe's not here. You know how fulfilling that was? No, I know. But I love that you, like, like, brought us together. All my people. No, it was really fun, and he was great. This is the second He's time. He's so cute. He's so cute. We had hung out the last time I was out in L.A. That was, like, the first time we met, and then, like, had been talking, and then went out the last weekend and hung out and had a lot of fun i mean obviously i don't live there though so like yeah but like we're he's gonna, gonna, gonna come see you i hope he comes to visit i don't i think he's gonna wait till it's nicer out here and there's like hopefully more to do i want the lake to be open yeah no like i want him to like see do, like, like the boat and he's and never been to chicago so i want him to see oh, good chicago and festivals or yeah. that would be so fun p.s the fact that you left your clothes there so that you could go back <gasps> okay okay so i first of all i got back monday it is wednesday i did, went three days without noticing i didn't have my jeans shocker and but he texted me today he's like you left these here and it's like two pairs of pants i'm like let's be very clear here yep there's the type of packers that just throw a bunch of shit inside mm-hmm. of a suitcase and that is nilu there are the type of packers like me that have like cubes <laughs> that i pack like not me things together but where we're alike is we do not unpack our bags for weeks nope <laughs> megan unpacks it the moment that she's i'm home. like and i'm like you're a psycho no but also the fact that you left clothes at his house okay okay that is not first of all if i wanted to leave something to go back i wouldn't leave my two favorite pairs of jeans what are you gonna leave uh, something more sentimental I feel like there's <laughs> girls who leave like jewelry. 100%. But no, me, I decided I'm going to leave a whole wardrobe. I'm moving in, baby. Where Let's were go. they? I don't know. That's like, the did you thing. wash them? You no, I don't them? know how both pairs were left. Like, did you leave with pants on? Sweatpants, yeah. I could not tell you where they would have been. Two pairs, not just one, two. But the only, I only brought two pairs of jeans. Well, both. Looks like we have to go shopping this weekend. <laughs> Neither does not pants. Dude, do you think he thinks I'm a psychopath because I left my jeans there? Probably. You think he thinks that like 100%. Jeans though? I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He doesn't think you're crazy. Weird. I could see like a girl leaving like sentimental thing. Like my Actually, necklace. Yeah, and, like, like oh, I you need my necklace. Also, it's not like I'm going to be able to drive over and come back to see him. What's the one thing that you've left at someone's house that you're like... I'm really upset. I did lose one of my earrings at a guy's place. Yes. And we looked for it and we couldn't find it. And then like he found it like a day later and I was just like, don't worry about it. I didn't even care at that point. I'm going to say I haven't left many things, but the things that I have left, I was just like annoyed by. One was a computer charger for my MacBook when I just got my MacBook oh and it was yeah. the guy that told me i was high maintenance and i wasn't about to i would ju- i just swallowed my pride and went and bought a new one no a macbook charger damn okay another one i'm trying to think if i have left anything i'm sure i have was I when i was in know. a hotel and i left my nice earrings on the nightstand no and obviously was not he was not at the hotel the next day yeah so i was more pissed at myself because they were new earrings they were nice and yeah. i left them and i was like fuck lastly the weirdest thing i was dating a guy and he was like oh you left this bikini at my house and i was like that's not my bikini oh yep love that and he was like i was literally gonna send it back to you what do you mean yeah it's your bikini and i was like that's not my bikini different girl babe (laughs) (laughs) try again like fucking rude i'm trying to have you seen those tiktoks lately that's like if this bathroom looks familiar girl he's cheating <gasps> yeah and girls are like hiding notes in like the makeup bags like man girls are getting away with everything now damn okay well okay well note to i self. missed you and i had fomo but i'm glad you had a great time yeah that's what i said
did you do this weekend? Anything fun? Hmm. Oh, I did go on a date. It was a long overdue date with the connection that we have. I'm not going to say much about the date because he requested that I not say anything about the date. Can we say who he's related to? He's related to your young boy. 22-year-old's friend. (laughs) So I met him on St. Patty's last year, and he just was, like, very swaggy. I don't really know. He just had, like, a vibe about him and nice designer clothing can i just say the way he was the way he presented himself the way he carried himself was very attractive he also did have kith on head to toe but not that that's relevant (laughs) okay we love either way dressed guy i'm with my quarantine guy that i'd gone one date with and all my friends this is last saint patrick's day last saint patrick's day and this guy's at the table next to me and he's like oh are you with that guy and i'm like no no because technically i'm not technically i'm not like we went on one date but it was also his birthday so i'm like i'm not gonna ruin this kid's birthday yeah anyway he asked me on a date long story long we're in full circle we're a year later and we finally went on that date and it was lovely that was your first like dinner date yeah really like him and i like he'd asked me to go to dinner for a year and then finally how did i get how did aspen all these other honestly not sure how did i get that situation okay i got a dinner i got a really cute like zoom dinner but i had covid oh yeah that's true and then he went back home i was here it was a great date first dates are sometimes like nerve-wracking even though like i guess it wasn't really like a first date but i also I'm yeah called him out because he doesn't follow me on Instagram and I know this is so stupid but we all so stupid it's not stupid it's that's a red flag but But I was like you know I wasn't even gonna go on this date because I don't understand why you don't follow me on Instagram I know this is petty but what are you hiding and he's like you're right he pulls out his phone and he follows me right there and I was like fuck yes we're doing this okay we'll see such a gentleman let's domino into our next thing okay, we so did ask our odi people what are some things that you would love to ask on a first date that you probably wouldn't i would want to know what happened with their last relationship and why they broke up like i would want to know what their ex would say about them Ooh, not that they would ever tell me the truth probably but i'd want to be like what would your ex honestly say but like when they're on good terms or bad terms. That's a good point. Okay, let's see what people said. Because I don't think a lot of people would say positive things. Like no. they're an ex for a reason. Yeah. Even though I feel like I... I would say good things I about said good my things about ex mine. that I lived with. And I would... I think he would probably say good things about me. He was, he was really nice. So he would say nice things. My college ex, on the other hand, would not... <laughs> He would say it was fucking batshit crazy. Okay. He is engaged now. (laughs) With the first girl he dated after me. (laughs) You're good luck, Chuck. You made it. I made it to the club. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay. So these are the questions that other people want to ask but are too afraid to. What are your intentions? That's like a dad question. Like a dad. What are your intentions with my my daughter? daughter? (laughs) what are this came up a few times multiple people asked this one what are your childhood traumas love that that's a good one like do you have mommy issues do you have daddy issues let's talk about your childhood trauma (laughs) let's do it i think everyone should share that we should that should be a first date question (laughs) what's your (laughs) normalize what what happened yeah like what happened to you when you were younger that is why you're fucked up now talk to me about (laughs) everything stems from childhood this is kind of like what are your intentions are you as serious as i am about seeking a long-term commitment that's that's a that's a big question that's a yeah are you gonna waste my time would you be freaked out if a guy said if they said like if they were like i'm really serious and i'm looking for a long-term commitment i'd be like commitment scares me so if you went on a date and a guy's like i'm really only looking for something serious that would be less scary than are you as serious as i am about seeking a long-term commitment that seems like a very intense question yeah if someone was like are you looking for something serious or casual then i feel like that's a fair question to ask or like just friends yeah (laughs) how many people are you talking to right now 
Milo, do you want to answer that question? At the moment, the roster, has, it's looking thin. It's looking pretty quality. Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. The team is small. Mine is very small. <laughs> we are probably going to do draft picks soon. <laughs> <laughs> we need to. We need to beef it up for a I summer. Think the draft is actually approaching. Yep, boys, light so, in. Everybody, line up. <laughs> Literally, that's what's happening when everything opens up. So this one's good. Okay, how am I doing? Where can I improve? Give me feedback. You, that's I love. You would I do. love feedback. Yeah, but I guess yeah, I love feedback. I want to ask that to like my LA guy. I want to be like, I want to be able to get some feedback. Swango and I talk about that often about how important feedback is in everything and how like the appropriate way to ask about feedback yeah because some people get super uncomfortable about it but I think it's just like addressing it so that it's a different way of communicating how do you ask for feedback when it comes to a date I just ask like their thoughts like how do you think that went after you're done with the date I have a theory around this type of feedback what's if someone compliments you in that regard that means it's valid like without you even asking for feedback yeah. they've given you feedback and given you a compliment if it's not good they won't or or they're not impressed by it let's say they won't give you a compliment if you feel like you have a good connection with someone and then you go on a date or you have a facetime date or whatever and then it kind of fizzles afterward yeah what happened did i just not meet the expectations once you met me where you oh you know what this isn't a good fit it is difficult to say that hey I don't think this is a good fit but I don't know I think feedback is important and I sometimes will be like yo I thought this was even San Francisco guy Mm -hmm. I'm about to ask for feedback because I (laughs) seriously yeah I've been very persistent and I've shown interest and been definitely trying and I'm not it's not being reciprocated and it was in the beginning so I just like what changed yeah just what changed I'm totally open communication yeah but feedback is really important but even with your situation you would have loved feedback on what changed what was so drastic yeah like feedback open communication like you are talking to other people and serious with other people so feedback and communication I think the feedback and communication. I think that's a great question. But can you imagine like a date that you've been on that you're like, really wish you wouldn't have asked that question. And you're everything would have been fine if you didn't do X. But I think I have ways that someone can improve. And I'm like, okay, well, if they asked, I would tell them, but I wouldn't go out of my way to tell them. There's might be that one thing that they don't really know that they're doing. Yeah. Until somebody points it out and you're like, oh but yeah don't I wouldn't give all that feedback and be like these are all the things you can improve on (laughs) if they don't ask it would be fun to make like a survey like those google surveys that girls make and they send out to like their hookups (laughs) should we do that for one drink in but like of us yeah like but on tiktok one drink in tiktok yeah and like send it to our guys and then like post the survey results on tiktok yes okay well we'll do that that's hilarious what what kind of questions do we ask imagine the comments Dude, I don't think the guys that I have hooked up with would do it. I think they would be too paranoid that it wouldn't be anonymous. It's They know if it's a Google form, it's anonymous. That's true. Okay. Okay. Are you talking to other people? How much money do you make? Do you want a girlfriend? Or are you just trying to hook up? Are you talking to other people? Time out. If you're dating, everyone is talking to other people. Just going to go ahead and say that. I guess assume that you're not the only person that they're going to be going on dates with unless like that they date around until you have that conversation where you're exclusive. I guess maybe are you talking to other people? Maybe they're asking like, are you serious with anyone? Yes. Okay. I think that would be a more fair question. Casual. Yeah. yeah. That would be a question that would be really nice to know. <laughs> would be nice to know if you have a girlfriend. It would be very nice to know. We've ran into that a few times. How- Let me see what other questions people sent in for questions you wish you could ask on a first date oh this is a good one. okay someone sent in what is your penis size i mean that would be nice to know <laughs> fair it's fair like what does your body look like yeah like what's your setting? situation what's it gonna be? what are your talents <laughs> what are you into what does your bathroom look like what do you like in bed do you grunt 
Do you last longer? 30 seconds. Are you a morning or a night? <laughs> Top or bottom? Are you sweet and gentle? Or rough and tough? <laughs> rough and tough. Rough and rowdy. Do you snore? Am I going to be unattracted to you? Do you like cuddling? Do you shit with the door open? Sorry, I poop talk. <laughs> These are like things me. you want to know. But you can't ask. And you yeah. might be so turned off once it happens. You're like, okay, no. Mm-hmm. What time are you going to leave the next day? Yeah. Because I'm going to need you to leave early and not linger. Okay. So those are the questions to, that we wish we could ask on a first date. <laughs> and maybe we're going to start asking on a first date. <laughs> Fuck it. Just ask those questions. Get it out of the way. You know what? We need to find a first date first. <laughs> so let's start there. <laughs> okay. We're um, moving forward. Neelu and I are only going on first dates together. Yeah. We honestly, if you want to go on a date with either of us, find a friend because it's it's a double date it's really now. your only option moving forward. Okay. I'm going to pull up the Facebook group. Perfect. Which, by the way, you guys, there's 2,200 of you guys in the One Drinkin' Friends group. So definitely join in on Facebook. I know some girls who don't even listen to our podcast, but they saw our TikToks. Oh, okay. Um, my buddy said he was at brunch with them. He goes, oh my God, they know who you are just because they're in your friend group and they made friends. Wait, that like, is I so that. cute. I know people I have been friends. tagging us when they've been out to dinner or like happy hour with girls that they've met in it. I can't wait till we can have like an one drink in lives or actual like parties. Like a planned yeah. dinner or something It'll or like fun. happy hour, like rent out a space. So we threw up a Q&A. What Ooh, did okay. we say? The cringiest dating stories. And we got some really good responses. Okay. I'm going to just pull some up. <clears throat> Let's see. I was dating a 26-year-old when I was 20. Red flag already. I don't know. I'm colorblind, I guess. Aren't we all? <laughs> and the first time I wore lingerie, he asked me, is that one of those swimsuit things? Keep in mind, it was winter in Ohio. Also, it was red and literally all lacy. Like, okay, yes, actually it is. Let's go swimming right now. I always wear my swimsuits to bed. They're so comf. Okay. She, so. she had a one-piece lacy lingerie piece, and he thought it was a Like, swimsuit. if I got I was wearing my bathing suit to bed, and it was lingerie. How often are you doing that? Never, actually. How often are you wearing lingerie? Never. I Like, there's very, like, when are you going and changing into lingerie? At what point? Like, the movies have it so fucked. No. Where they're like, hold on, I need to go freshen up. I need to go to the powder room. Like, Whatever. do you wear it out? Yeah, I think so. You wear it under your clothes. Or do you plan it and you, like, change when you get into the bedroom and then, like, come out in a robe? Honestly, I don't know because I could not take myself seriously if I, I did that. I don't think I could either. But now I kind of want to buy some lingerie and, like, give it a try. Should we go lingerie shopping? Yeah. What's a good lingerie what would website? You- I feel like you would have like the little garter. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, I definitely, I would sit there and giggle. Like that's something that I'm insecure about and I need to just like embrace. And like you're just taking it off. Like I can be sexy, but for whatever reason, lingerie and me, like I don't think you they're. You can't take it, it seriously. Like I cannot take myself seriously in lingerie. If I was standing in front of someone doing a strip tease, like no. <laughs> Like, you're laughing thinking about it. You're like, oh my God, this is cringe. No, it is. I low-key want to go buy lingerie now. All right, let's go lingerie shopping. I also want to know. Where do people go for that? Victoria's Secret. I don't know. Do they? Lacenza. Have you heard of Lacenza? No, I don't wear bras. I don't either, really. Listen, brawl. (laughs) I don't wear a bra. I don't wear no bras. (laughs) Um, Someone corrected me at work because I said brawl. And they're like, brawl? And I was like, brah. Bruh. What word are you trying to say? Bra, like a bra. bra. Okay. But like brawl. Indiana, it's brawl. Like, no. oh, I'm not going to wear a brawl. Why is there an L? I don't know. Brawl. I don't know, but I'm annoyed. Okay. is like the Canadian version of okay, Victoria's Secret. I don't know if there's a store here. And we're going to wear this. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll Maybe get there. We can take pictures. Only fans. Only fans. Time for an OnlyFans. Let's just go. kidding. Just kidding, mom. Just kidding. I want to know if guys like lingerie. Yeah, that's a good question. I think they do. I don't think any guy is going to complain, but I also don't think he's going to appreciate the links that we go to to no find the right fit and the right type of lingerie. And he probably won't even know the difference between like nice lingerie and like trashy. Yeah. 
because there's like a fine line I mean, we between... don't even know the difference <laughs> like, <laughs> no i don't know but i feel like it could get trashy real quick <laughs> i did once have someone request like those thongs that like make a v do you know what i'm talking about no instead of like like a thong makes a t like okay. around and then straight and these ones go v so they make your butt oh. look bigger and i'm like ooh, i definitely need but i'm like We're- over here just wearing like little lacy all the time every day <laughs> like vsp you know what i mean yeah same okay so we should step up that game i guess yeah so, so okay i um, want to know yeah okay is laundry overrated or underrated i think overrated i kind of agree but now i'm thinking maybe it's underrated and i haven't maybe we're just not there yet (laughs) maybe that's like something when you get a little bit more mature (laughs) okay let me know when that happens for us because i'm kind of like if you're gonna get naked you're gonna get naked like you should i don't wear like bra and underwear half the time anyway but i do i think it's also it makes you feel sexy and confident Mm -hmm. like it might like boost your self-esteem because if i'm wearing like a matching bra and underwear set Mm -hmm. which is very rare because i'm very rarely wearing a bra Mm -hmm. i'm like confident yes But it comes off, and then you're like, okay, what was the point of that? It's internal, 100%. Yes. It's for yourself. It's but not it's for just, him. it's it's like, great, go buy yourself um, some nice lingerie. You'll feel great in it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he'll appreciate If not, you'll appreciate yourself in it. Okay, that's what I'm going to do this weekend is look up lingerie. Okay. I guess I'll be over for that who? insecurity. Yeah, we're, we're going to get over that really quick. Let's talk about insecurities because this is something that I will catch myself saying maybe an insecurity or something I'm insecure about. Mm -hmm. And I've been better about catching myself before I actually express my insecurity. Like if it's my body. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Sometimes I won't be able to take the compliment. It's like, oh, I like your body or I like this. Mm -hmm. And I will kind of deflect because I'm not thinking the same because I'm insecure because it's not perfect right now. Yeah. When I really just need to embrace it and say thank you. Yeah. I do appreciate that and not deflect. I have a really hard time taking compliments as well. I think a lot of people do. Like people will shy away from compliments rather than leaning into it. But I think also with like body insecurities, when are we going to be like, oh, my body's perfect right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. At what point are you like, this is it? Yeah, I think you just have to learn how to embrace Brace it. it at all stages. And it's so hard. I think just even with social media, we all compare ourselves mm-hmm. to each other. But social media is a highlight reel. So you also have to remember that. For sure. And we all have our own insecurities. Are you insecure about anything? I feel like you're a pretty secure person. When it comes to my body, I think I've learned to become really secure with it. Not because there's a hundred things I would probably look at and say like I would want to change or whatnot but I think honestly since my accident I can't even compare my body to anyone else because it's like okay no one's been through what I've been through for me to look at someone else's body and be able to compare in that way because physically my body's not going to look a certain way mm-hmm. and then I've learned to just appreciate my body not necessarily for what it like looks like but just what it's been through and I think that's helped me be less insecure about certain things I would change like yeah of course I'd want a fatter ass or yeah. like bigger boobs or like a yeah. smaller stomach or whatever but I think the way I kind of get over that is just like realizing our bodies have gone through so much and they carry us through so much every single day and it's like embrace it rather than picking it apart and I also think you can only control the controllables yeah so if you do want a fatter ass <laughs> then let's do some squats let's do some squats and make that ass fat but if it's things that you have zero control over you know anything your ethnicity your hair your yeah. skin your oh my God. eye color like, like my, anything I can't really my little baby frizz around my forehead like I love I, your baby frizz I hate it but it's like I, like, I love it <laughs> Thank you. But that's just, I think, a Middle Eastern thing. I don't know. But I'm just okay. going to have those little baby hairs. Like, yeah. It, but because I have, like, lots of hair, I also have a great head of hair. So mm-hmm. it's, like, there's going to be things that I don't like. But it's also, like. Oh, yeah. You have great hair. Well, thanks. Like, I just, like. And okay, that's something I, don't I will never have. Extensions. But then I have, like, hair in places. So it's, like, you just have to accept whatever you have. No, but I like your hair. But, like, okay, you say you have hair <laughs> on your head and you have hair everywhere. But I have literally no hair anywhere Anywhere. like not on my eyebrows not on my arms yeah 
so I have to get extension but you just have to embrace it yeah. work with what you have and I think when I was younger I definitely was more insecure about it now I've learned to embrace it like having like mm-hmm. thick eyebrows or whatever it was now I can embrace it whereas like when I was younger I definitely feel like I wanted to fit in more and I didn't yeah. like it as much but I also think no one else is thinking those things usually about you at all you know what I mean no one else is picking you apart the way you pick yourself apart and it's just like why do we do this to ourselves we need to just like literally be nice to ourselves (laughs) we need to learn to be nice to ourselves and if there's something that we are insecure about figure out why are we insecure Mm -hmm. about that thing and what are we doing to maybe get more confident in whatever it is whether it's our body or I don't know. This is what I do. If I look at myself and I'm like, damn, I've lost a lot of weight and I'm like skinny from the accident and I missed my butt or this or whatever. I just like tell myself I'm obsessed with my body, not because of the way it looks like, but I'm obsessed with what it's gone through. Yeah. I'm so proud of it. And that is my confidence. Like, yeah, boost because it has nothing to do with what it looks like. It's all just like how you think of it. Yeah, I love that. But it's like we've all gone through shit unique. that's like we should be proud of and embrace it rather than like focusing on the physical like oh mine doesn't look like hers yeah and like i need to photoshop my i mean hell we're all guilty about using face too a little smooth tool which is totally fine in moderation but yeah i think just embracing those insecurities figuring out what those things are and like either letting that be fuel to the fire and say okay i'm gonna focus on yeah getting my ass fatter yeah (laughs) whatever it is that we're going to be insecure so i think with me my lately my insecurity is that like i'm getting older and i don't feel feel old but i think just right now i'm in this little like rut where kind of what we talked about last week like all my friends are at a different point in my life and i'm not comparing but i'm like okay i'm gonna be 30 and i thought i was gonna be a lot further along in my career and in my life at 30 but like and I'm hanging around people that are younger than I am Mm -hmm. but I do that because those people challenge me and they keep me young yeah but like you (laughs) as well but when you say I thought I'd be further along in my career that isn't even a thought that I've ever had about you because I think you're doing so much I appreciate that I've never been more stressed in my freaking life well yeah because you have so much going on but I think it's like but it's like starting over like I, I had, know I had to start over yes. with COVID and I feel like a lot of people listening to this probably may not know that that like I had advanced pretty far in my career before yeah. in menswear starting from literally the bottom in a corporate and then into a startup mm-hmm. and doing really well and then you know designing menswear and absolutely crushing that yeah and loving that life that I had like truly built out this amazing book of business and planned on expanding and you know moving to New York and working for like a Tom Ford or Ralph Lauren or to continue to develop and then COVID hit and nobody's buying suits anymore bespoke suiting and I needed to be very realistic that like I need to pivot and so I think for me it's starting over again is terrifying but I got to such a low place at the end of my menswear career that I didn't really have an option. It, it was a sink or swim. You got to do something or that, you know, yeah, it's, it's not going to be good here. So I think it's just like, no, I think that's a real thing. And starting over is really, really scary. But I think with COVID, a lot of people have start over. I mean, yeah. you moved to Chicago yeah. and like started over oh my god for sure and I think that's like with insecurities I think it's like it goes it goes beyond just like physical appearance but like you said career can be an insecurity or whatever age or anything that you're going through there's insecurities in so many different areas but like you said you thought you'd be further along but it's all comparative it's just because people are comparing themselves to other people Mm -hmm. but it's like if you just look at yourself on your own level it's like you're doing fine it just like where you think you should be based on like what other people are doing right and I also think yeah I should give myself some not just you I think anyone but all of us yeah Yeah. because I think everyone right now especially with COVID I think a lot of people have had drastic Mm -hmm. changes happen and they've learned I was I'm not going to tolerate that anymore like this is a career path I was going down and I didn't love it so I'm going to pivot or I lived here and I didn't love that so I'm going to move 
And I think people are truly embracing who they are now since COVID because we've got to spend a lot of time with each other and fully understand like what we do want and what we don't want. And it's like a blessing in itself as well. Sure. And I think people have, I I don't want to say stop giving a shit. No, I think though, like, okay, the other The mindset has changed. And I think we kind of talked about this last time. It's also like everyone's on their own path. People need to stop comparing like what they're doing with someone else because it's like we're all experiencing completely different things. Everyone's going through their own shit and like you can't just, there's not one single path that's going to work for everyone. It's going to be the same. And it's okay if you're not where other people are, whether it's career, relationships, appearance, whatever but it's just learning to not give a shit and that's hard because Mm -hmm. you have pressures from like maybe family members or friends or whoever and how do you like ignore those voices it's so hard to ignore the voices i'm sure you hear it oh my god as well from your family oh my god for sure they're like what the fuck are you (laughs) doing do you have a boyfriend when do we meet him yeah are all the time kids? my mom always asks, she's like why don't you just get back together with your ex i'm like that's not how she's this so works cute. she's so cute she's but i'm like I, and they think that they think that i'm like not happy because i don't have a boyfriend right and i'm like i don't really care that much mm-hmm. like i'm fine you're like really independent but i think for them i mean also generational differences like yeah it's like you find your person you get married and have kids like that's right. what life is and I am very unconventional with my lifestyle in general and what I want to do and I'm mm-hmm. also pretty selfish with what I want to do right now and that's just you should like, be yeah these are your selfish years for sure these are the years that you're never going to get back and I can't express that enough when people are rushing into relationships I'm looking at you right now <laughs> Just Am I kidding. rushing into one I'm again? Just I'm just kidding. Just no. given our episode last week. Oh God. <laughs> we had a moment that we thought we lost Nilu. Right. She's back. Oh, my God. Last week was rough. I'm um, cringing at myself because why did I get upset? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I know why you were upset. I get why I was upset, but, but also I don't. like I, I lost I myself. For, like, I was going to shake you. I Yeah. But I think I needed to get on that on my own. Well, we already know that you do what. This is I what's great. What's LA great helped. about you, though, LA helped a little too. Is that you're influenced by other people, yet you've already made your own decision. <laughs> Very backwards. But if I say, "Oh, let's do it," and you're down, you're like, "Okay, yeah, totally." If your mind is already set up on something, and you say, "Ah, oh, should I go on a date with this guy?" and I say, "Nope," and you're like do that i'm going i'm going <laughs> you've already made up your mind and i am the same damn way i don't know that it's stubborn it's very it's like we're so indecisive but when we do know we want to do something there's no there is there's zero no stopping, stopping us. us yeah so it's good and it's bad i get that trait from my dad because he is that way as well and it pisses him off more than anything because he's the type that says hey chloe like when are you going to get married i can't wait for you to have kids i can't wait for you to move back to indiana and i said that <laughs> no. i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon so yep. i'm going to need you to stay real healthy for a while because <laughs> i don't think we're having kids anytime soon no if we do yeah. fuck, i think s- about that though i'm like i that's the one thing that makes me be like fuck i i'm like i want to have kids and like have my parents meet them well, this is sad i don't even want to like get into that but like i know i'm like i know fuck, i want to like that's the only reason i'm like a little pressured to like have a baby yeah and get married and all that shit is like oh i want them to be able to like experience that this is sad um but aside from that i'm like i don't care i just i'm so indecisive about babies right now and about dogs after (laughs) this week penelope i love penelope i i can't deal with poop i can't it's so weird because i i don't like any type of like poop talk i know you don't but when it comes to penelope's i don't care because it's your kid i know that's true but if i have to pick up warm poop i will start gagging i can't do it there's something about it and i that is why i can't get a dog because (laughs) i can't pick up poop same thing with a baby they poop don't think i can do that yeah also my girlfriend had a really cute baby three weeks ago i don't think babies are cute a lot of them look like little (laughs) aliens this one turned out really cute okay also the parents are hot like she's a milf he's a dilf oh that my would... biggest concern yeah i mean she's a rock star and he's like so he's just like glued to her i was melting but also 
when I saw those little things sucking on our boobs, the baby, the baby, but the, what are they called? Pumps? Yeah. Breast pumps? They're clear and they literally are milking her. Like sucking the milk out of her. Like sucking her nipples. No, 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 no. And I know this is probably normal for maybe a lot of people, but these are things I've never seen in my life. I've never, is that normal? Because I've never seen that. And her poor nipples were so raw. And I'm just like, I don't think I want to do this. No. Like, I, I don't think I, I don't think I want that. I feel like I would be so uncomfortable pregnant. She said she was because his head was like all up in her ribs. Like that to me, like nine months of being so uncomfortable in my own body seems so miserable. Yeah. But then there's some people who love it. I don't know. But anyway, that's the nice part about being an aunt is that you can just give them back. Back. Mm-hmm. it's kind of an ideal situation so i think i'll just continue to be a dog aunt and baby god aunt. mom i love that yeah this is adulting fuck is this what life is gonna be i don't think so again these are your single years that you never get back <laughs> i think the other thing is like express that enough i think i also kind of stopped giving a shit about what people i mean everyone's yeah, you're gonna still care to some degree it's hard to like completely not care i guess but like i feel like just not giving a shit what people think about you and like where you're at in life when did you stop giving a shit like after my accident because i was just like life is too fucking short to be worried about what other people think that you should be doing i still like it's not like it's like completely gone where i'm like i don't care at all like i'll still think about it but then like when i have those thoughts i'm like your this is your life don't let them have control over that and half the time no one's thinking about you no one really cares like you're more paranoid right it's just (laughs) my own anxieties or my overthinking and i'm like no one else gives a shit everyone else is focused on themselves so just do what you want to do who were you before the accident that's what i want to know oh my gosh (laughs) the thing is before the accident i was still very much so this free-spirited like pretty wild whatever but i definitely think it amplified after the accident because i was just like i went from being like live your life do it for the story but then now i take it to the next level because i'm like you literally don't know when you're gonna get hit by a bus so like (laughs) go live your fucking life yeah so it like was an awakening obviously it was definitely an awakening and it also just made me realize go after the things you want to do I had always thought about blogging before and like always was like interested in social media but I was always afraid to like what were you afraid of I think I was worried what people would think or if it was weird and then after the accident I was like the fuck do I care what someone else thinks like I'm not gonna like if this is my one life I'm gonna do everything I want to do that I've Mm -hmm. thought about doing and so like which is the mindset you should should have from the get-go but sometimes we need like a little shaken yeah someone to shake us a little but I think a lot of people there's things that they want to do but it's not accepted by society so they don't do it like they're scared yeah I think a lot of people are really afraid of doing something that's outside the norm because of the you know consequences Mm -hmm. or the judgment yeah that they'll get leaving my nine to five I don't know if I would have done that had it not been for my accident because I was like I didn't just go through what I went through to sit at a desk all day long yeah and Mm -hmm. I mean it's fine that's what some people have to do and that's fine and I get it if that's what you are happy doing and want to do but for me it was like I would rather hustle and take part-time jobs and have my days to myself to work on what I want to do you're just distributing your stress in different places (laughs) and I was like I can figure it out and I'll make it work it's I mean it's hard I'm obviously adjusting to working at a desk it is very difficult for me and I mean kudos to everybody who can do it Mm -hmm. because before every day was so fluid and so different and I'm not like I know these two things that I'm comparing are very different but like I get where you're coming from no but it makes sense because you were like you're not you were up and totally. sitting at a desk all day you were moving around like doing things but like I need to use the, those creative juices so mm-hmm. the podcast like even hanging around you like yeah. you're using your creative brain a lot and so I feed off that if, like I need to work my nine-to-five job then come on the podcast and we can vent and yeah. talk and use our creative juices there building intro like that's stimulating there so it's like maybe if you 
do have projects or things that you want to do just make sure you're carving out the time Mm -hmm. for it at the end of the day and i don't want to i don't want to sound like oh i had the nine to five and i just quit like willy-nilly like i had my nine to five and every day after my nine to five i was working all night on my blog yeah and working on social media and then i left my very stable job to pretty much take a hosting position at a restaurant and club as a host because for extra money on the side of what I was making from blogging and then knowing that this place had just opened I was like well they're gonna need someone to do their social media I want to get into social media I'll start as a host and I I don't care and then start doing their social media once they need it and within two weeks I was doing that and then still had my days to myself to work on my blog and just worked on the weekends and that to me was so much better because I was doing what I liked and I was having fun and I like could enjoy my life and had time to myself but for the normal person even like my parents like it was very weird to be leaving this nine to five that you go to school for to get your degree to get this office job and now you're leaving it like people didn't get it and I was like I don't care like I wanted this I have like my plan set in my mind and this is what I'm gonna do and this is how I'm gonna get there if you have something you really want to do and that you're really passionate about it make it work Mm -hmm. work your nine to five and then evenings you dedicate to that time and like it sucks for a little bit but it's it's worth it like if you want it bad enough you will find the time you will find the time like yeah. I mean I think I haven't slept in well last night I think I went to sleep at like 2 a.m like every night mm-hmm. I go to sleep midnight yeah that's the earliest yeah and it will be so worth, worth it. it it will be and I've been I've stayed in the last what four weekends now yep. and people are like what is going on with you like are you mentally okay and I'm like honestly you're focused and you're doing yes. what you need to do right now yeah and I'm like I'm so focused on intro mm-hmm. and getting that off the ground that it's so satisfying and I'm I'm like okay let me get my nine to five done and then now I'm gonna work on intro yeah. the rest of the evening and it's like it's fulfilling so I think if you want it bad enough you can make it work mm-hmm. you can make it happen take small steps see what the bigger picture looks like and then walk it back that's Mm -hmm. how we always talk about goals I always see big picture that's how I operate is like I see what this vision looks like but I don't always know how to break it down in steps which is good it is more of like the director CEO type of yeah but then to break it down is the hard part of like how do you get there in small steps and I think like if there is something that's stimulating or creative or something that you really want to do stop giving a shit mm-hmm. we st- uh, this is your sign if you wanted to start a podcast start a <laughs> fucking podcast I can't tell you how many people that when we started the podcast it's like if you're gonna give us judgment mm-hmm. and they don't like what we're saying they're gonna go and they weren't supporters of you from day one right and even like my Annie like my mom fully embracing mm-hmm. like she listens to this and we had hi Annie hi Annie we love you uh my momager like she listens to this and like I was super paranoid in the beginning and I'm like but she's my mom let her embrace who I am Mm -hmm. and I want her along the ride too and so I just had to tell her like you just need to embrace it and then now she's like oh I thought that was hilarious and she's really truly getting to know me but I stopped giving a shit and yeah I lost some people yeah. along the way that are like yeah I definitely don't agree with those things that you said but it has been so cringy and satisfying <laughs> for everyone and for myself yeah to do a podcast like for us to do this and like at the end of the day it's like okay we have this but it's like even just like the Facebook group I'm like it's so much bigger than us now you know what I mean the fact that these people they don't even are know like, who we are at this point. No, and that I love that. I'm like, I want this to be a community who are able to find each other and have each other and meet through it. And if we can facilitate that in some way, then we've done what we wanted to do. Like, I wish there was more we could do. We're gonna find a way to organize that a little. Yeah, I mean, it's just the beginning. Wait, one thing I think would be interesting to talk about that you kind of mentioned is, like, when you have something that you want to do and you break it down by steps because you're kind of doing it now Mm -hmm. what's like the process for you when you set a goal like how do you break down how to get there for someone who might be like trying to set a goal or trying to start something or are working on their passion project or a business or whatever we're gonna get all woo-woo really quick like I know business-minded and woo-woo I am like a firm believer in like you got to put everything into the universe and you have to have a full vision board yes but put in the work 
Put in the work. If you see something every single day, Mm -hmm. whether that's like a goal, like a number you want to be at. Yeah. uh, Or a visual like the house that you want or, you know, money or whatever it is that Mm -hmm. you're manifesting and that you want. You need to be able to look at it every single day so that you constantly remind yourself that this is what's happening. Yeah. So like for intro is an example. Whatever it is that you're looking to do to build, to have look at the big picture and real quick for some if any new listeners or who might not know what intro is just want to maybe explain <laughs> what the concept oh, yeah. or just like how you're building that out and what it is yeah so for anybody who's new here intro is actually going to be the bridge between uh, a matchmaking concept and a dating app so essentially I am pitching bachelors to singles mm-hmm. and I'm presenting them in a certain light and it's right now it's still like a fun process but essentially I'm just setting up my friends and it's based with millennials and how did it kind of come about really I know we've talked about it before but like (laughs) just in case someone's like new yeah so I it was a TikTok it was a joke I did on TikTok <laughs> where I exposed my hot single friends obviously that's how I met Nilu if you haven't that's, list, how, yeah. that's how we met if you haven't go back to episode one her very first guy that she exposed before it was even what it is now it was literally like the test video as a joke yeah like we were drinking wine and I said this is my hot friend yeah okay so did this concept girls went nuts so I'm like well I can do more friends then and mm-hmm. so I started posting more of my friends and little like 15 second trailers to pretty much represent that person and then I let everybody take it from there like you can dm him whatever Mm -hmm. well everybody kept saying how do I get introduced how do I get the intro where do I apply and so obviously the name intro stuck so then I realized that all these girls were going to the guy's dms I needed to find a solution because now the guys had hundreds of dms and they needed someone to vet through them that is where I said, let me vet through your DMs. I know your type. Let me help you kind of figure out who that individual is. And so then I had girls say, hey, I actually, I'm Chloe. I'm 29. I do this. They're pitching themselves in my DMs. And I'm like, holy shit, these girls are serious. They want introduced and like all different types. And so I put a Google form up. That was my first step. Like, okay, let's find a solution. Google form. Now I'm up to like over 20,000 just forms. That's insane. It's, it is, but it isn't. I think, I think in big picture, it's probably very small, but it's insane that that many people are really looking for a good connection, yeah. which was really exciting. And, and it's so, also crazy that it's all like from TikTok. It's all from TikTok. I yeah. mean, the power of TikTok. I'm going to say that crazy. over and over. It's insane. And I'm a number two on the Enneagram. So obviously I'm a helper. <laughs> and I, if you guys haven't taken an Enneagram test, I need to take mine. highly recommend. It is fascinating. So I'm a helper. And so I love to just naturally connect and help people. Okay. So the solution is you fill out an application. I'm going to set you up with people I think would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. And so now we have the, this say 20,000 people. And I'm like, well, shit, now what? Yeah. So now I've really mapped this out. I want it will be an app eventually, but there will still be a human component behind it, which is what's really cool because all apps are all just algorithms. Mm -hmm. It'll be a matchmaker that will shoot you the intro of saying like, Nilu, meet so-and-so, and and this is why you're going to meet. So to walk that back, I've seen what big picture looks like. Long story, find the bigger picture Mm -hmm. and then walk that back. So from there... What's the next step? The next step is to match people. Okay, then what's the next step? Maybe streamline the process a little more. So now I'm going to get like an email automation process. And then just you kind of have to do trial and error as well. Yeah. I mean, I'd be curious as far as like, and and sorry, that's all I can really give right now because that's we're still in trial and error right now and we're in early stages. But I would be curious because I've definitely had an interest in like influencing and Mm -hmm. blogging, but like there's a lot of, unknowns there's a lot of information out there and so like when you just thought you were going to get started like what what did you do where where'd you start yeah and I think the thing with like when you are about to get started with anything people get so worked up on making it perfect Mm -hmm. and like really like and that's holding them back from starting but stop waiting for it to be perfect just start 
you're gonna adapt as you go you'll pivot as you go if something works you stick with it if it doesn't work you figure it out just start that's my biggest thing is whatever you want to do just start it and then figure it out don't wait for it to be perfect i think that is such a valid point yeah why i personally have gotten stuck literally stop myself from doing so many things because i'm a perfectionist yeah oh my god same not i'm not a perfectionist but i've held back because i think it's not good enough or something right but perfectionism is actually like the opposite of perfect yeah because you are so focused on it being perfect that you don't actually complete anything no and it actually ends up being like a mess yeah perfectionism is so bad and so to your point i think that's so valid of saying like just start it it doesn't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. and don't overthink it if you're like excited about it just do it i feel like that's very similar to dating a lot of people will say i'll i'll start dating when my body is Mm -hmm. at x and it's like no i understand you need to have your own like you need to be confident going into dating but at the same time you can't just wait until everything is perfect to start dating because realistically the person's gonna like you for who you are right now yeah and not your potential yeah mentally if you want to get in a better place totally understand yeah that is you you need to be confident going into it at the end of the day you can't just wait until every piece of your yeah life is perfect and i think we kind of talked about this but like perfectionism is just an excuse if you're Mm -hmm. not launching or starting something because you're waiting for it to be perfect that's just an excuse perfectionism is procrastination as well yeah does that make sense yeah because you're not actually doing it because you're just waiting and waiting for it to be perfect and it's never gonna be perfect you'll put it off or you will and you focus so much mm -hmm. you overanalyze everything yeah to the point you almost become paralyzed yeah but it, it does align with perfectionism and how you want everything to be perfect mm-hmm. and you overthink it and you're like, well, if that's not good enough to put out there mm-hmm. for certain things, totally understand. But like even podcasts, we talked about yeah. wanting to do a podcast and then both of us were like, well, fuck it. We're doing it. Yeah. Like it's not going like, to be perfect. Our sound isn't always perfect. <laughs> our shit's not always going to be perfect. And it's so easy to compare to other people who've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. But if you go back and look at someone's very first podcast episode, very first instagram post or whatever they're doing it wasn't perfect it was probably pretty cringy and you get better as you go and you just figure it out we're all figuring it out literally and you have to like lean in one of my girlfriends said that what you just have to like lean lean in in. yeah Yeah. for sure i mean she said that when we were in tulum and because i'm terrified of the ocean and she made me go in the ocean And I was like kicking and screaming. And she's Are you afraid like, of like sharks? Or I, what are you I'm fr- just like terrified of the ocean. We are actually in a cenote. Oh. And it, I had a life jacket on. And there are no fish in the cenote. There's not? Okay. They're like little guppies. But okay. they're not like piranhas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was just the water was deep. It was dark. You're in a cave. Yeah. And she goes, Chloe, you have to lean in. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I don't have an option here. Like lean I'm not going to sit back. I like that. So I remind myself when I'm doing something that maybe I need somebody to push me. I just mm-hmm. need to like lean in. It's either like lean in or embrace it. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about blogging because I went on a rant, but I want to know like where you started. Okay. So it started. I had always been into social media. Did When I was younger, I always wanted to do magazines and that type of stuff. And then obviously print kind of went away and it was more of a focus on digital. And so I was always into that blogging space I was always like fascinated by it but I was too scared I think to do it because it still wasn't what it is now and it was people kind of got made fun of for doing it girls would get made fun of that I knew of and so I was just like never really did it but I was like oh it'd be really cool to either do social media for a company or whatever but I never really thought about doing it for myself and then once my accident happened I had time off of work and I was not really socializing as much. I was in a wheelchair, so I wasn't like going out as much. I wasn't connecting with people in a physical way. And so for me, social media was my way of connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Like I literally looked at social media to find like other people who had been in accidents, who were younger and like my age and things like that. Just like because I felt very had a great support system but I still felt very alone at times Mm -hmm. it's just like you're going through something at 23 that 
most 23 year olds aren't dealing with most people in their lifetime will never deal with yeah so it's how do you find people to connect with so i utilize social media to find other people my age who had gone through something really traumatic and just learning about their stories and i realized the power of social media and connection through it from that and then I was like I needed to have a creative outlet so I just kind of looked into okay how to start a blog I researched everything I possibly could as far as listening to their podcast that talked about blogging and influencers in that industry and social media and googled everything YouTube whatever and then slowly kind of built it out and my planning stage was like I literally had a large piece of paper your vision board yeah like a poster board and I would write down my ideas and then eventually I launched it when I was back at my nine to five job but I was doing that pretty much every night and then it got to the point where I was doing it like while I was at work I would like secretly have two tabs open and it like would excite you yes it was what I I was obsessed with it I always wanted to do it and I pretty much just learned as much as I could about it in a short amount of time and then as I launched I just continued to learn and grow and just find different ways to connect with other people online and that became my way of socializing because I wasn't feeling my best yet to be out and about all the time and whatever and so I just like loved the connection you can make with people online I just loved that aspect of it and it was also my kind of distraction so it was my creative outlet to Mm -hmm. you know do things I liked with fashion beauty skincare whatever it was and so I pretty much knew I wanted to be in social media knew I wanted to work in digital marketing and so just kept leaning into it until I was like able to leave my full-time job and that's awesome and then eventually just worked at the restaurant club to kind of supplement my income and then was able to do freelance and make it work. Did you talk to a lot of other bloggers? Because I know that you are really good at negotiation. So I don't really know anything about the blogging world. And Nilo has (laughs) explained to me kind of how negotiating works and brand deals and things like that. I've learned a lot from you. Yeah. I think that... This is now an influencer podcast. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I get this question a lot about that. And I think I read a lot and I listen to a lot of podcasts one was her name's julie solomon she oh, yeah, she's like, good yeah so she has like a pitch it perfect class and it's all about how to pitch yourself to brands and how to negotiate and how to make it into sponsored <laughs> posts and brand deals and it wasn't just taking on free things all the time which is fun and great when you're first starting out but if you actually want it to be your job you have to get paid for it so it's like okay have you're gonna have to have those conversations with brands when they reach out to you and negotiate and how to pitch yourself in a way that you can get paid for it and I think a lot of people like don't realize that I don't have a huge following but you still can get paid and I think people just don't really realize their value and their worth when it comes to that stuff I mean I didn't realize even like even like you on TikTok like you could definitely be getting brand deals yeah and I just don't even reach out to brands but even like brands that are like oh I'll send you this I'll send you that and you're like okay great you ask them what their budget looks like you know like asking them like they want like what's the worst that'll happen they say no they say no they still will send you it I just think that it's such I mean now especially taking advantage of yeah I mean think about what a company would spend on their marketing budget and realize like that is now the influencer industry if it's like a a big corporation their marketing spend is insane and so now influencer marketing that is the new way of marketing so they should have a budget for it so if any sponsors are listening to this we are looking for sponsors um and not (laughs) like don't take i mean there's definitely things that i'll do for free you have to see what's worth it like sometimes it might be yeah but there's certain brands i'll but i mean it's also just so much different now than it was two years ago when i was starting it was harder to get paid a lot of companies didn't understand it Mm -hmm. i think it's new for a lot of companies and now it's finally people are starting to understand the value behind it and like yeah that it does it's very influential yeah why they're called influencers yeah and it's a numbers game you could be doing tiktok collabs a thousand percent yeah i guess i just don't know i'm kind of torn right now where i don't know where like i need to keep doing intro things yeah and i want to continue to do personal things but like People are not invested in my personal life on my TikTok. They're only invested in things to do with intro, which yeah. kind of sucks, but it's great at the same time. So anything that I do that's dating related or intro related, people well. are yeah. like, oh my God, yes. But the oh, moment my- I do anything personal, yeah. 
people are like when i haven't gotten an email back from intro <laughs> i can't tell you how many of those i get a yeah. day yeah and i'm just like everybody needs to chill the fuck out yeah realm is not built in a day <laughs> so that is the struggle that i have with tiktok right now is that like i actually don't have creative freedom on my own tiktok because it's like your name but it's like intro i mean i most so i started my tiktok doing yeah i would would love to fall in your rabbit hole i don't they might still be there and this is a good point to our thing like you just start and pivot like when i first what were you doing for tiktok in the beginning i was doing like fashion oh cute okay but they weren't doing well at all oh like they did okay but they weren't i was i didn't have that many followers it wasn't until so this is the thing if you want to start tiktok if you want to start instagram or whatever just start and see what works and what doesn't and what people like and then lean into that but when tiktok started happening i was like okay i'll do clothing tiktoks they took so much time to do and then had very little return yeah i mean this was also maybe i had a thousand followers at the time maybe and it was just like why am i making these videos and i would be ripping my closet apart yes changing out production doing transitions like full production and then like i started doing instagram videos are so different than tiktok videos oh yeah and then i was like i'm gonna try just talking about my life and then i started doing i like your story it was like vlogs but it was me going on dates and I was okay people don't give a fuck about my clothes they just want to hear about my life and my dating life and so I just started doing dating vlogs Mm -hmm. and like and those were so much easier to make because it's just like my normal life and I didn't have to care I didn't have to look perfect in all these videos you stopped giving a shit yeah I stopped giving a shit and I just did what I was doing during the day and giving updates about my life and stupid like literally (laughs) stupid things here's the update I love your updates and then they were doing so much better I mean now I'm like starting to kind of do some like clothing stuff again just to like kind of keep it tied into Instagram but for the most part like my tiktok didn't grow until i started doing completely different content that i was doing i think a lot of people are afraid to make tiktoks because they don't know what's gonna what to make yeah i always encourage everybody to make Mm -hmm. tiktoks i think just figure out what you're good at talking about Mm -hmm. so try three different styles for like a week just consistently do those three see which ones start to take off and then go with the ones that take off and it's the best way to describe it. Instagram is a highlight reel. TikTok, you are in the trenches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. And that's why it's either like people are there. It's like it can be cancel culture really quick mm-hmm. or they can be like your biggest hype man. Like, like you're in the trenches yeah. with them. And that's yeah. why they're your friends. I'm so much more real on like 100% vulnerable on TikTok than I would yes. be on Instagram. Vulnerable. And that's not even word. I would never post the Ever. videos that I post on TikTok on Instagram and I would never look the way that I do on TikTok right on Instagram Instagram if I'm not like Instagram's a highlight makeup reel. like looking cute I'm not posting on my stories but like TikTok I go on live literally looking like trash it's it's because so you're much more vulnerable accepting. with them Instagram also was built around being like this like a- perfect aesthetic. and like yeah and oh what are you doing who are you with what looks mm-hmm. pretty whatever and it's all filtered whereas like TikTok everyone's like, pretty raw and real that it's like what's your cool favorite TikToks just, like, this week Ooh, fuck we should do like our favorite TikToks I mean okay the trend that I like that we just did yeah. I like that one I think that one's cute where it's like my neck my back <laughs> no the one that's like back bra my bra too tight my booty shake from left to right and it's like and then it goes crazy it's we pretty just much did it like ours. here's the bland version yeah. that you should be going with and then here's the unacceptable version that you are going with um if you want to look TikTok. at our tiktok just go to one drink in <laughs> also on tiktok and then I'll, I'll say this and i'll shut up you can literally go viral for the dumbest, dumbest. shit my first viral tiktok mm-hmm. was i was high first of all okay it's a five second video mm-hmm. i'm i get the i get really bad munchies when i smoke and so i had seen this video that this girl made and i was like i want to try this recipe it's vanilla ice cream olive oil sea salt and i think i put dark chocolate chips on top and it's just a okay. video of me putting those things to into a bowl 
and I think I put a little bit too much olive oil. Like it was question. I will say it was a little like questionable. Olive soup. Yeah, the olive oil uh, heavy pour there, and people were losing their fucking They're like, minds. No. They're like, "This is disgusting!" Literally being so mean, but like it was like funny mean because it's Why like, "Why am I not shocked?" Gen Z mean ripping me apart with their little like fairy emojis. So it's like these mean compliments, but with they put these little cutesy emojis. Oh, I love that. And it was destroying because they're like olive oil. No, they were just not about it. But I thought that was hilarious. Also, always go to the comment section. Comment section. The only reason you're on TikTok. Oh, remind me to send you a TikTok of an old lady getting her back cracked because the comments or just the video. The comments. I've never cried more in my life than reading the, the comment comments section. on TikTok are everything. Okay, also, speaking of high thoughts, the time you made me a salad. <laughs> okay, so Neelu makes oh, really messy. We took a gummy and Neelu made me a salad out of basil. <laughs> okay, let's back. It was a salad. <laughs> I'm crying. Okay. It so, was disgusting. And mint. A normal, it was a basil I mint agree. salad. You're not wrong. Okay, so a normal Caprese salad be like one piece of basil, one piece of mozzarella, and a slice of tomato. Have you ever have, had a basil salad before? <laughs> well, that like, that's your, your greens. I basil. made a bowl of basil. A bowl of basil. That was my salad. With <laughs> tomatoes and mozzarella with a little balsamic. And I was like, Chloe, here's a it salad. It's it fine. It's actually a a caprese salad <laughs> it was a bowl of basil that i said eat this <laughs> so throw um, out more you know high recipes high thoughts sometimes aren't the greatest but the olive oil ice cream is good wait what else did we eat oh we mixed that with deep fried macaroni and cheese <laughs> balls <laughs> bon appetit chef's kiss <laughs> okay my favorite lady on tiktok this week is the sleeping she Ugh, i hate this sleep, girl she sleepwalks when she eats cheese and i hate her <laughs> she's so cringy and i love her because she is so weird it and her her poor husband me. can you imagine being her husband i also i think it's fake Hot i take. don't i don't think it's fake it's just i okay well we can post the videos i don't believe her <laughs> sorry sleepy lady i don't believe you <laughs> maybe I don't think it's fake. I don't know. All right, you guys. We are tired. (laughs) So. So long. Farewell. I'll be to say goodnight. Should we start singing? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought you were singing. I think I was singing sound of music and you just started singing. (laughs) (laughs) Sleeping beauty. (laughs) The dwarfs. <laughs> I'm sleepy dwarf. You're a sleepy dwarf, right? Did now. I fall asleep in LA? Yes, I did. You need to and get that did out. did I fall asleep the last time I was with him in LA? Yes, I did. So is he convinced that I am the sleepiest girl? You know what I'm gonna get? What? You those salts that like the <laughs> hockey boys sniff when they're Please. trying to wake up begging you begging isn't that you. to wake up yeah okay in my defense i had been on one hour of sleep my flight was at six in the morning i was packing all night i didn't go to bed then i was hanging out with him all day then we went out that night and i got sleepy okay she's a sleepy girl and okay well it's two o'clock. he was really sweet about it and cute and it was fine so okay well now we are sleepy again we're sleepy girls to go to bed so long. <laughs> all right you guys thanks for listening as always we appreciate you guys subscribing leaving us a review don't forget to follow us on instagram at one drink dot in and on tiktok at one drink in and our personal accounts at chloe underscore brudette and at neelu fathi that is all. all right you guys good night you fuckers bye Bye-bye. yeah that's what i said <laughs>